0: Dear Heavenly Father, Lord, thank you for calling us to such an amazing mission, for the opportunity in front of us to reach people, for providing us technology to use as a tool to communicate your message to the masses. Lord, we pray for your wisdom, your insight as we explore these different opportunities, and we pray for your encouragement, Lord. Uh, Be with us in this time. We thank you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. So, the past two days we've been building the strategy for marketing just in general and then we're transitioning that now into specifically using it for Facebook advertising. So, just a brief overview of the strategy that we've talked about would be building a rapport, establishing a relationship with your audience before you start asking them to attend your church events, right? So, what we're doing is we're putting out little pieces of content coming in the forms of graphics and videos on Facebook so that our audience gets to see who we are and what we believe, our values, things like that. We're providing them some type of value, you know, these different um, little nuggets, either they're spiritual nuggets or health nuggets, um, nuggets on how to, you know, have a better relationship with your spouse, how to have a better relationship with your family and your kids. We're putting that content out there so that people can interact with us and we're building this engagement this relationship with our community after that we now transition into this invitation to whether it be a cooking class or a um, holiday program or a church series for evangelism so that's a little bit of a brief overview if you have more questions on the specifics please feel free to come up to me afterwards i've also been providing some resource links Um, here's the link that went along with yesterday's presentation I don't think I got to this slide, so you guys may want to take it out, um, take out your phones and go visit this. So you can get the resource link for yesterday's. What's going to be provided in that link is going to be the customer journey. It's a fillable PDF that will, you can can sit down with your church board and you guys can fill that out um, according to what types of things your church does. And then also it'll provide you with an audience worksheet. And that audience worksheet will you know give you a really good outline of you know figuring out exactly who you're trying to reach in your local community. So I'm going to be sitting down so I can be on my computer. I hope that's okay with everyone. Um, so if you didn't get this link we can come back to it after this. Oh you can't read it? Oh sorry about that. So it's bit.ly forward slash resource one Okay. If you're visiting one of these links for the first time, just know it's gonna take you to Facebook Messenger. It's gonna open up um, a message with us. You'll click get started. It's gonna pull up your email. Click on your email and then it'll send you all the PDFs um, that I just talked about. Yeah, and the first one was bit.ly forward slash souls online. That was the first link. What we're gonna do is we're going to set up your Facebook business manager account. Now, I think I might have asked this yesterday, but we have some new people joining us, so I'll ask it again. How many of you have tried to run either a Facebook ad or a boosted post on Facebook before? Okay, so a few of us. Now, what I'm going to show you is the back end of Facebook. Um, Boosting a post does not require you to create this account. You can simply do that from the Facebook interface. If you wanted to run Facebook ads, which I'll I'll explain a little bit more of the different features and things that you get when you run a Facebook ad, but if you wanted to run a Facebook ad, you have to create up a business manager account. So I know that you probably won't remember everything that I'm sharing with you today, all the little buttons that you have to press. So what I did is I, um, in the resource link for today, you'll have a step-by-step with pictures and instructions guide on how to... Create this account and set it up and everything like that. Now with some of the other things as far as building out an ad, um, I didn't create a resource for that yet, but I plan to in the next uh, week. So I have your emails. If you, I don't have your email, you should write it down up here after the class and I'll be sure to send you all the resources and stuff afterward. So what you'll do is you'll start by going to business.facebook.com and If you're doing this for the first time, you want to go to business.facebook.com forward slash create. So you can see I already have, you know, different business manager accounts for some of the clients and projects that I work on. Um, And for you, if you're doing it for the first time, you know, you'll just, you won't have anything. Your screen will look a little bit different. And, uh, you know, you just need to go to the little blue or green create button up here and it'll be very straightforward it'll just simply ask you for the business name so you'll just put the church name or the organization i know some people are here because they're interested in marketing for organizations and some people are here because they're interested in marketing specifically for the church so um, put whatever name of the business or church organization in there that you're trying to create this account for you know it's gonna ask you for email phone number address that type of stuff so that in there once you have that um, it's going to take you to a screen that looks something quite like this and now what we need to do is we need to set up our ad account we need to connect our facebook page and then we also need to put our billing information in and if you have anybody collaborating with you running ads you'll need to add them into your business manager so i'm going to show you all of that now what you'll do is you'll first go to can everybody see the screen okay before i move on what we're going to do is we're going to now set up the uh the ad account and everything like that so you'll go to this menu bar up here i call it the hamburger menu um or three little dashes whatever you want to call it is fine yeah so you go there and then you're going to go to this one that says all tools and then from there you're going to go over to business settings so we'll let that load After we go to business settings, you're going to want to go down to where it says ad accounts. So you click on that, it's going to pull up a page like this, select this button right here that says add, and then for you guys you'll be creating a new ad account. So you'll see it's very simple, you literally just put in this information here, the ad account name, make sure all of this is correct, and then you're good to go. so from there you're going to want to now connect your page so you click on this one that says pages next to uh, accounts and again you'll just click this button and if you are creating a new page you can do that here um, hopefully you guys already have a facebook page for your organization so if you already have that page you can just click here and then um, you know start typing you know you can just uh, you know, see i just start typing and it pulls up the the pages here yeah so section within that page. yeah so or fact, or yeah yeah so you can um, create an event within your Facebook page right. which I'll walk you guys through a little bit if you haven't done that before so you create an event and then you can pull that event up within ads manager and run an ad specifically for that event you okay. know how um, have you guys ever created an event on Facebook before yeah. or seen one you know how you can select interested or going right on the event and then if you do that it'll give you reminders as the event gets closer and if anybody updates anything in the group. So you can uh, take that and it'll pull it up within here and then from there you'll run an ad and you'll be targeting you know your target demographic and they have the option now to either put interested or going. So it's good to get those interests and the people who are going because obviously you want to build awareness about your event. But it, they'll get reminders as you update things and all that stuff. So, short answer is yes, and I'll, I'll touch on that okay. too, a little bit more in depth for sure. So, this just to give you guys a um, little bit more of a you know, kind of a framework here and context because I realize some of the questions that are coming in. This is a place for you to manage multiple ad accounts, multiple pages. So maybe you have, you know. Um, An organization that you're doing ads for in a church and a business or it could be a you know plethora of different things this is a place for you to manage those all in one place select different payment methods that are associated with each one of those things Um, so you know getting the billing information and invoicing is a lot easier Um, I'll also show you guys how you can get the uh, invoices all in one PDF form Facebook likes to send you all these little emails along the way saying, oh you spent $25, oh you spent $5. And at the end of the month when you're trying to you know, submit those to your uh, your secretary, they get a little bit confused because things get lost. So it's better to just go in there, you select the time period, download them all. So there's a lot of different features and benefits to using um, this platform. So yeah, we created that ad account. Now we're adding a, a page, done that. Okay, so from there we're going to go and we're going to add people so you can add people um, just by clicking that button and when you do it all right so you'll just type in their email here Uh, it's not going to let me do it because i'm already in the business manager we'll try a different email all right that one will work so once you do that you're going to want to delegate the role as you know you see fit so I would say if you plan on that person um, managing the ads or making any you know major changes you need to give them admin access or they're just not gonna be able to do what you want them to do so give them that access and then it's gonna automatically have this um, pages one selected so from there you want to just give them access to the correct page right again this is a place where you can have multiple pages so you just want to make sure that you're giving them access to the correct page you don't have to give them access to everything so give them access to the correct page <clears throat> again it, they may need um, admin access so you can just click that on right there and then add accounts so go to the ad account that you just select or set up select it and then from there give them admin access if you plan on them managing ads or anything like that so invite. I'm not going to do it because I'd be inviting myself and I don't really need to be in there because I'm already in there. But um, that is how you do all that. So now we've just you know, um, completed the first few steps. And then before you're able to run any ads or really set anything up um, on that end, you'll need to add your payment method. So you can add different payment methods down here. And that's my payment method. Um, so you simply add it in there. It's obviously you saw that there's a blue button and you can go in and add it now from there you need to now get that payment method connected to your ad account so you'll just go up to the the, um, hamburger menu up here go to billing and then from billing and all of this is on that little you know step-by-step guide that you guys are going to get afterwards so um, just just know that Um, from here what you can do is Payment settings and then add a payment method even though we already added it. All you have to do is select a payment method from business manager and you're good to go, all right? So now you're, you've got your account set up. You're able to now start creating some ads um, and do all that fun stuff. Okay, so to, to create this account, it is completely free. Once you start running an ad, you get charged based on a plethora of different things, but you are in total control of how much you want to spend. Okay, so if you want to spend five bucks, you can spend five dollars, right? If you want to spend a hundred dollars or a million, you can do it. Facebook will take your money; they like money. Making so, <laughs> right? Yeah, and so I'll explain that a little bit now. So the there's no like set cost where it is. You spend $10, this is exactly what you get, right? The reason that is, is because it's a supply and demand platform. Based on the audience that you are trying to target, um, your ad costs may vary. Now imagine if you are trying to target this audience, I don't know what to call them, we'll just say, Millennials in Michigan. So we're targeting Millennials in Michigan with our ad. Now you have five other companies targeting that same exact audience. Now, Facebook only has so many places available in the news feed on any given time for ads. That placement depends on how many people are logging into Facebook on a daily basis and how much time they're spending on Facebook, um, right? If they only log in and they don't, you're there for five minutes, they're only going to see a certain amount of ads. They don't You'll notice this if you go and scroll through your newsfeed that, you know, it's not like ad, 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 post. Ad, ad, you know, it's it's very split up because Facebook cares a lot about their user experience. They want people who um, are coming on their platform to have a great experience so that they keep coming back over and over again because the more they come back, the more ads they see and the more money Facebook makes, right? So that's why there's no, like, set pricing, you know, for it. There's little ways to, you know, Test it out. That's why I I tell everyone, hey, just take you know, 50 bucks, 100 bucks, and run it to your target audience, and just see how much it's going to cost you to target your your local community when you're doing this for church marketing. Just get an idea. You know, sometimes you know I'll run ads um, like for a campaign I'm doing right now. We've spent a thousand, sixteen hundred bucks, and we've reached a million people. Right. The reason why is because. That's a campaign we're doing for the General Conference and we're targeting the entire Adventist population across the world. And so this means that at any given day, there's tons and tons and tons of media buying positions available. Now, what I mean by that is there's different placements available within the newsfeed, within the different ad platform. Um, You know, there's there's more than just, you know... You can, you can target people more than just the news feed, right? They have different features. And I'll, I'll go through some of those a little bit more in a minute here. But just know that, you know, you can, your, your ad prices may vary. Does that, does that answer your question? I know it's a little bit uh, relative. Yeah, so for example, if you try to spend $100 in a 24-hour period, you're limiting the amount of possible, um, availab- you know, ad availability within Facebook ad product right now if you split that up over a week there's more availability because there's more people logging onto Facebook there's more people spending you know time on Facebook right so I'll give you an average for you know um, some of the other campaigns like um, when we're targeting like statewide we typically or I'll give you a better one when we're targeting local you're seeing about 10 to 15 dollars per thousand people reached Right, which is still really good. You're reaching a thousand people for ten to fifteen bucks. That's on average. Again, like I said, it'll it'll vary. So, anybody you set up based on the parameters that you set up within the Ads Manager and um, the campaign that you're running. Yeah. So, does Facebook then uh, monitor who is local and who is not? Determine that for example, a thousand yeah Local? again, one of the, the parameters that you can set up is specific zip codes, right okay. so specific zip codes, zip codes, and then interests. so okay. you can target Christians within these specific okay. zip codes, right. so you're setting up different parameters to give the ad platform guidelines to operate within the cost depends on you know a few different things, but I would say primarily it's how many people are actually logging on Facebook in a given Time, you know, if you're running ads for a week, I would say no. There's not right now. We are definitely pioneers. You know, if you're in this room and you're doing this with me, we're all we're all pioneers right now. We're trying to, and I'll, and I'll get into our vision as Center for Line Evangelism. Um, hopefully, towards the end of this, it seems like we're going to have a good amount of questions. So we'll see how much time we have today. But I want to explain to you guys, you know, what our goal is to scale this thing, make it more accessible for churches, make it, you know, more affordable all of this stuff. When you're boosting a post, you don't have as many options, as much control over, you know, placements and all of these different things, right? So what you're talking about that side ad, that is a placement. That's one place within the Facebook ad platform that you can put an ad. There's a lot of other placements. Facebook owns Instagram, so you can also select that you only want your ad to be shown on Instagram. Instagram in itself has different places where ads can be shown. It can be shown within the Instagram newsfeed, and it can also be shown within the uh, stories, Instagram stories. You can also select on Facebook, um, you know, Facebook stories. You can do in-stream video ads like YouTube. You know those mid-roll ads that everybody hates. You know, five four three twin skip. You can do those as well on Facebook. They have to be within certain parameters. There's there are so many different things within this right here. We're opening up a huge can of worms, and so I can't explain every little detail, but I'm gonna do my best for sure. Anyways, let me, let me get into some of the breakdown just to show you guys what's possible. I think a lot of questions may be answered. Um, yeah, so we'll go to this little uh, menu up here and just know all, there's tons of different tools in here, and I can't walk you through every little detail Um, of all of them, because we have a very limited amount of time. Like I said, I had 20 hours of presenting back in Pennsylvania. We couldn't even touch on everything there. So um, if you want to learn about your audience, you can simply go here. It'll give you a breakdown of people who are interacting with your page or other pages or people within the parameters that you're setting up. It'll tell you you different pages and things that they're interacting with. You know, all, all of that stuff is available here. So this is a really cool tool but what I'm gonna spend time with you guys on right now, because I, I'm feeling a little bit more where the interest is, is we're gonna to go to ads manager. So in ads manager, um, this is this is the basic layout of it, and it's broken down into, I would say, these three different categories right here. At the top level, you have the campaign. The next level under that, you have ad sets, and then the level under that is ads. Now. I want you to imagine a campaign like a house and the ad sets are like different rooms within that house and then the ads are different pieces of furniture within that room within that house right so from the basic level for example we're going to go over here you see them broken down that way campaign ad set ad at the campaign level see you get these different options now this is getting a little bit more into what's the difference between this and a boost. You just have a little bit more control here. Um, even at the top level, we haven't even gotten into here yet so just know that um, with the campaign, what you're essentially doing is saying all the different ads, the ad sets within this campaign, this is the top parameter that I'm setting up for it. Everything, you know, you're telling this Facebook software what you're trying to do within that campaign so for example, Facebook knows, and you brought up that point, um, Facebook knows who you are, they know, you know if you're someone who has clicked on an, uh, an ad before, they know how often you click on ad, they know if you're just a lurker, if you don't like to comment on things on Facebook and you just like to look and you, know, you don't really engage, they know if you're someone who spends time watching videos, how long you watch videos for, if you've purchased things from ads, um, all of this stuff, they know it, and so they know You know based on this for example if i select video views as my campaign objective i'm just trying to get people to watch videos they know who to put that ad in front of based on the other parameters that i'm going to set up because they know exactly who watches watches videos in my um uh, in my audience right so for you guys bringing it back down to church marketing because again there's so many things you can get in here you know the marketing style that i use for marketing and for example for asi to sell tickets may be a little bit different than what we're doing for church marketing and when I'm doing it for a startup business, uh, it may be a little bit different than some other things. So there are a lot of different options here. And if you're super interested, just get in here and, and play around and, and spend some time learning about it. Um, you can simply just do this. And it'll show you exactly what it what it's all about, right? So f- I'm gonna show you the ones based on you know what you're gonna be interested in for. So we're talking about this 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 branding, this pre-framing concept where you are taking and building influence over your community before you ask them to come to your event. So what you're going to want to do is create videos. Now videos tend to be a little bit cheaper to run and you get more out of them. With a graphic, you only say, can say so much, right? With a graphic. With a video, it's like the same cost, but you get all of that video time, right? And Facebook wants to become a predominantly um, video platform because they understand as a social media platform, as a business, that they can keep people on their platform longer through videos because people spend more time watching videos than they do just looking at articles and things like that on social media. So when you create videos, Facebook actually rewards you, right? You see a little bit lower costs in your ads, things like that. So you're going to want to do this campaign objective if you're ever running videos. Um, now, If you want to do, um, you brought up that point about doing a church or an, uh, an actual like Facebook event. If you want to take that event and get some more event responses, people who are interested in going, you can go and click this one that says engagement and then event responses, boom. You can do post engagement if you're just trying to get people to like your post, comment, right? And all this has to do with strategy because One of the things that I'm gonna show you really quick is is this, so the reason why I've outlined the strategy the way that I did yesterday with getting people to watch all these videos and then setting up for the ask is, one, it's better psychologically, you give value, people feel a little bit more indebted to you, and when you ask for something, they're like, oh yeah, sure, I'll do it, right? You're building that relationship, you're building trust, all that stuff. But number two, I can actually target every single person who's interacted with my posts or my videos during the time that I've been running them. So if I put out all these posts and stuff, I can take in create a specific audience based on all those people who've been interacting with them and then target them with the ad that's the invite ad, right? So specifically in the context of church marketing, if we're getting people if the the overall objective is to get people to an evangelistic series, I would say how do you determine how your radius your your target radius for for location? Well, I want you to think about the average distance people are willing to drive to attend. Now, there are always outliers, somebody's going to drive an hour, two hours, three hours, you know, but think about the average, right? Really quick, I'm going to touch on the audience thing, just so I don't lose focus because we're jumping around right now. So, um, we went up to the hamburger menu, all tools, now we're in audiences. So, in here, let me do a different one because I'm not doing a time with this right now. Um, so, right now you're just understanding, hey, what's possible. So you now, you know, you set up the account. You can come in here and just check out all this stuff. Um, so we went to audiences, and a lot of times people, you know, when you're boosting a post and all that stuff, you're you're setting up all these things as you go, right? What I do because I like to be really organized is I set up all my audiences ahead of time. I create all my graphics ahead of time. I write all the copy, all the videos. So when I'm actually in the building phase of the campaign, it's just copy-paste, plug-and-play, right? A little bit faster. Yeah, there's there, they do have a little bit of a guide. It's not gonna break strategy down or anything like that. It's just gonna give you general information. Uh, you can go to Facebook Blueprint, and if you go to Facebook Blueprint, they're gonna do that. Um, I'm gonna share this a little bit You know, when it gets closer to the end, but we are trying to create an online course for everyone to access so that you guys can you know jump in here watch a step-by-step tutorial with me on you know a five minute piece of this you know really consumable walk you through step by step of everything but uh, that's in the works so we'll get back to that in a little bit so you go to audiences right we're talking about audiences and you have three different types of audiences that you can create you can create a custom audience which in the custom audience that you can create you can create audiences Of people who've recently visited your website which for church marketing I probably wouldn't want to target too many people who've been visiting my website because it's probably church members and I don't really want to spend money targeting church members so you know for church marketing it's probably not the best thing but for example like we're selling tickets for ASI that's a good strategy for us because all these people are coming to check out our site and stuff we're just targeting them with ads getting them to come buy tickets so um, another thing is your customer list I talked a little bit about this yesterday you can upload all the emails and Facebook will hash those out match those with Facebook profiles and you can now target those people and these are your warm audiences If people have you know connected with your website they've connected with your you somehow to where you got their email they're a warm audience right there's a little bit of rapport there so those are two options these you know probably not dealing with apps offline activity this might be good for like a barber shop or something like that but i are not really talking about that too much so um, video Now this is the one I was just talking about so going back to the strategy we have all these videos out people are liking us you know engaging all that fun stuff now let's take some video those same videos we're going to create an audience based on people who've been interacting with those videos and we're going to target them with that follow-up ad that that, that says hey thanks for watching all the videos hold up the flyer they see it now there's instant recognition hey you're gonna get this in your mailbox next week and uh, you're inviting them to your event so Here's the different metrics, and that's probably hard to see. So let me make that a little bit bigger. You guys read it? So you can target people who've watched three seconds of your video. 10, 25%, 50%, 75%, 90%, right? So if someone has watched 25% of my video, they were somewhat interested enough to do that, right? Now if they've watched 50%, they're a lot more interested and if they watch the whole thing they're flaming hot interested, right? So just know that those are different options and then we're just going to select one for the sake of it. So 25%. You can choose the exact videos that you want and now I have to zoom out because it's going to get weird. Alright, so see here it's showing us you know basic breakdown of you know, three second video views from this time frame. So I can just go through and start selecting all of these. Yeah. And they're not all going to show up on this first page. So go to the next one, click them, on, you know, go to the next one. Keep going through like that until you hit all of the different videos that you're trying to, or that you created that's you know pre-framing or branding. Now you can target the audience based on that. All right, so that's just one of the other options with creating a custom audience. Again, there are a few others. So if you're a church Facebook page. Um, also has an Instagram business profile that's connected to it. You can start targeting people who've been interacting with that page, and then you can also here's the events one. So, for example, if we had an event, you know, we've been having all these church events, and people have been putting that they're interested or going to them. I can target those people with an ad specifically, right? I can build a, a custom audience based on people who've been interacting with my church's Facebook. Um, events or my organization's Facebook events and I can target those people with a specific ad that is a warm audience right again warm audiences always convert higher than cold audiences I don't always I don't want to say always but like 99% of the time you know there's probably an outlier in there in my case they always convert higher so what would be the ethics of polling from our pre-existing content on YouTube that's already out there from well-known Adventist speakers I would say contact them. If they flag you, you will be able to dispute it okay. and you'll be able to have a conversation with them. Not so, you're not going to be able to let them know ahead of time okay. and I wouldn't worry about it. Definitely get permission though. I would never feel comfortable sharing someone else's video without permission right. for sure. So You can share his YouTube. She's talking about taking that video and getting the MP4. And uploading it through your account and turning that into an ad yeah it's a little, it's a little bit, bit different than when you're, you yeah this is a thing. different thing we're talking about Facebook ad yeah so again back to the custom audience you know just know this is an option right? I'm just showing you guys what's possible you can nuance it for your campaign I've laid out a strategy for you guys that you can use as well um, and let's go back to these so lead form so there's a Ad product within Facebook called a Facebook lead ad and what that does is when you watch the video or the graphic and you click on it there's gonna be a drop-down form that's free pre-filled with all of your information that you can now just press submit you know go into the back end of Facebook this is really nice because you no longer have to send people to a website or a simple landing page You can just do it all natively within Facebook. And Facebook likes to keep people inside of Facebook because when they're in Facebook, they make more money and uh, Facebook likes money. So um, it's better to keep people inside of Facebook. Now you can do this similar thing with your actual Facebook page. So you can create an audience of people who've been engaging with your page or you can get really specific and say, I wanna target people who've been engaging with any of the posts that I've been creating or the ads that I've been promoting, right? So again, we're layering the, the, the fundamental issue that we are experiencing in our marketing um, as Adventists is we're just going after the cold audience, right? We're just going after the cold audience. We're not building any relationship. And that's why we have low conversions. And the cost per acquisition to attend, get someone to attend our, our church event is like $500 to 1000 bucks. It's crazy. That's insane. Okay, well, because we are getting short on time, we have about 15 minutes left, I will jump into sharing what we're thinking um, for you guys, but know that we've opened up a can of worms today, guys, and uh, we're just scratching the surface here, so if you want to come back tomorrow and learn a lot more, uh, you're more than welcome to do that. Um, I'd love to answer questions individually, too, if you guys have those. You guys might get a little bit more out of that, too. So, yeah. Yeah. Center for Online Evangelism is an organization that's been around for the past 10 years, and they've been pretty much working only with search engine optimization, which is basically a way of getting the organic search results um, to show up in the search engine on the first page, right, or the first search result. So there's a whole strategy behind that. The organization is a self-supporting ministry um, of the Seventh-day Adventist Church, and they have actually um the the person who started the center for online evangelism his name is ed wagner he owns a large um, water meter company and this company has uh been built off of search engine optimization and obviously a really good product and good business owner and all that stuff too but um search engine optimization has really helped grow that business and so when he saw that you know this search engine thing can really help his business he's like what can this do for the church So he started um, this organization and, you know, he's been funding it and, you know, there's donors and things like that, too. But one of the ways that um, we, you know, cover the overhead and all of that stuff as nonprofit is we take on client projects. So we work with, you know, different churches and schools and ministries and the general conference and things like that um, to help, you know, you know sh- share the gospel and things like that one of the projects that they're working on right now is to clear up all the negative uh, stuff in the search engines about Adventism so they're working with the General Conference on that it's going to take a while you know search engine optimization doesn't kick in overnight it takes a while so they've been doing that for the past 10 years I started my company um, a little bit over a year ago dealing primarily with the pay-per-click side of things Before that I was doing freelance stuff I decided to move it to an agency take on people um, because you know, I saw a need within the church, different organizations, and then commercial clients as well. So we got connected at ASI, or at an ASI meeting, and they like what I'm doing. They're not offering the services, so we said, hey, let's, uh, let's do something together. So they made me a head of a department where we're now offering Facebook marketing services for organizations, churches. And it wouldn't just be for Facebook. It also has to do with Instagram, Google, YouTube and uh, other social media platforms as well so what we realize is that everybody is getting excited about this because there's so much you can do to reach people through online everybody's spending time there and we Mm -hmm. have a really good opportunity to win souls so when people get excited they usually go and uh you know try to learn how to do all this stuff and just like i've opened up a huge can of worms today people get overwhelmed very quick because there's a lot to this, more than what meets the eye. And so the excitement kind of dies. It kind of fizzles out after a while, and we can't get as many people to actually go and implement. We don't just want a bunch of people getting excited. We want them to go and do something, right? So what we're doing is we're offering these services to churches as a way of getting you know, some, some tests, right? We're trying to test some stuff out. We want to create you know, graphics and videos and things that actually work so that we can now scale this and offer this to more churches. So if we have a you know, hundred different churches that we've worked with and we've been able to now you know, do it really well where people are showing up and they're getting great results and all that stuff, we can now have case studies, we have strategies, all these things that work well. We have video scripts that we've tried and tested and they work. Graphics and uh, you know other copy and all that stuff. So if we can do that, we can now have a media library that people can access with graphics and all this stuff that have already been built out where you can just simply go to it as a local church and download and now you have access to all of these graphics and you don't have to learn how to create them all right makes it the learning curve a a little less steep so more people actually do it and then we also want to create you know um, an online course where it can walk you through all the ins and outs of all these different things right so in order to get there you know because we're a nonprofit, we have to pay for the people's time who are creating that course, me and other people, right? Um, and our goal is not to make money, it's to break even. So what we're trying to do is figure out a way to balance you two. Know, some organizations rely fully on donors. Some organizations are self-supporting, right? We're kind of a combination of both. And what we can do is we can help churches at a really low cost. If you're gonna go hire a marketing agency, and I, can, I say this because I own one and I know what it's like, you're going to be spending probably about two G's a month, right? No church can afford that. Any church in here can afford that? Probably, probably not, right? So, some of them are really big and have massive budgets maybe for that. But we want to get it down to like really, really low cost so anybody can afford it. And for those really, really, really small churches that can't even afford that, here's an online course where you can learn all this stuff, right? So that's the overall goal. So... What we're doing right now is, uh, like I said, we're offering these services to churches so that uh, we can scale it and help more people over time. For sure. Yeah. so with the structure of the course, we don't have like a set price yet and all that stuff, but it would involve like a fee for a lifetime access to the course, and that would also include, you know all these other different elements we'd like to add in, like everything. you know you could have a course on copywriting, graphic design, video production, Facebook ads, YouTube ads, Google ads. Uh, web development, search engine optimization, like the whole thing, and then a media library. So yeah, we we would do it like that. That's the vision. And so I think the question originally was like, what was the time frame here? So I just started with them two months ago. Um, since then, you know, things have been getting really busy and we're getting more churches on board with this, which is a great thing, praise God. So when we get churches and we get those case studies and we've been in the field testing it, now we can have something that we can you know, publish to the to the Adventist body. But until then, we can't just create a course full of theories, right? So, time frame, um, I would like to think in the next two years, for sure. Probably before that, for certain itemized course. Yeah, for sure. So, the past two days, I've been touching on strategy. So, if you guys understand the general strategy, and then you understand... A few different things in here, you you'll get a lot out of it. And again, I wasn't able to get through all the things I plan on getting through today. Uh, so if you do come back tomorrow, I can start showing you how to set up some ads. Which, when you you know, you will have to recall some of this information. And you know, uh, it's more about just getting in and doing it. To be honest with you, I've learned probably you know 80% of what I know based on just trying it, just going in there, spending some time, figuring out how to set it up, you know, all that stuff so Yeah, just 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 try it one time, and then you'll learn a lot. And the next time, it'll be easier and it'll be faster. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. You can always YouTube. So I love YouTube. I've learned a lot from YouTube. Just you know, tsh, you know. Um, I would recommend certain marketing people to you, but uh, a lot of them use a lot of uh, profanity and uh, negative things. So I'm not going to share this as being recorded, and people are going to listen to, it and they're going to go, and people aren't going to like me. So. Um, YouTube it. <laughs> All right, so we got about eight minutes left. Are there any more questions that are coming to you guys' mind? Oh yeah, yeah. Come up, come up to me afterwards. Let's let's talk. Yeah, yeah. So, um, again, some churches have really big budgets. You know, some churches have small budgets. Some people want everything. They want us to come in and do the video production, the graphic design. da-da-da-da-da, right, That's more more money. Some people are like, okay, you know. You write the scripts. We'll do the videos. And it's a little bit cheaper, you know. So we'll 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 talk we'll talk about it. So um, any other questions? No. Okay. So we we've learned a little bit about setting up um, audiences today. Now here's another one for you guys: is a lookalike audience. So a lookalike audience is an audience that you are creating that looks like the data source that you're pulling it from. So for example. If my data source is an email list, right? the lookalike audience is an audience that looks just like my email list. Facebook will hash out your email list, match those with the profiles, and they'll look at all the different similarities between those different users, their interests, their behaviors, all that stuff, and then it'll make an audience that looks just like those people. So this audience is not a warm audience. It's still a cold audience because they have not interacted with you before, but they're a data-driven Cold audience, which performs a lot better than just a assumption-based cold audience. Profile. Yeah, yeah. So you can create, um, you know, for example, data sources. You know, here's the uh, tracking code that we've put on ASI's website. So you know, you can create. You look like from that data source uh, uh, <clears throat> a tracking code, uh, website visitors, or you can do it from you know, like I said, email lists or some of these other things I showed you, taking custom audiences and then just converting uh, or pulling a lookalike from them too. So that's an option Um, and really quick, I'll touch on this because I know we're just running out of time really quick. Um, So that's with the the, um, lookalike audience, so with saved audiences, this is where you guys are more familiar with like, you know, setting up the location right and setting up the uh different demographic information here right interest based audiences so you know for example if i want to target like adventists i can come in here and i can type that in and then i can go to the suggestions and it's just going to pull up all these ones and you can notice the difference these are people who are interested in the seventh Adventist church and these are people who are employed by the seventh Adventist church and then these are people who um go to adventist schools right and you can target people who are associated with adventist review or Andrews University, right? <clears throat> so there's a lot of information here that we can use to create this interest-based audience. Now, let's say we want to really make sure that these guys are the right fit. So, why is Hilsfield College and two mm-hmm. There's some weird stuff here, like yeah. Tony Robbins. Tony Robbins is there. yeah I don't know. For me, it's probably going to suggest some of this stuff because, who, yeah, we're doing this with ASI accounts, so like. I did some layering, like interested in Seventh-day Adventist Church, but also interested in like Robert Kiyosaki and different business people. Because again, we're targeting like um, Adventist business owners and professionals and things like that. So that's probably why it's populating it based on this account. Yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, what what you want to do is you want to layer to Like, imagine each one of these parameters is like a layer. Like, number one, they have to be in, uh, let's just say, Michigan. I'll just say Detroit, Michigan. Okay. Um, so that's number one. And then the next layer, right? We'll keep the age range wide like that, but you guys can test, see what, what you get. Remember, price is dictated by how many, you know, um, you know, competitors are going after the same ad and supply and demand and all that stuff. So, And how many positions are available. So if you shrink your audience down to a really, really, really small size, you're saying only show my ads to people within this audience and the amount of positions available within an audience are significantly lower than if you were just to widen up a little bit. I was running a lead generation campaign for a medical software company um, last year and um, when we first started I set it all up based on you know all the little demographic information that they told me and um, I think we got like five leads ten bucks a piece right and this is we were just still in the testing phase so did that for two days five leads ten bucks a piece and I went back reworked it a little bit and uh we started generating leads for a dollar piece right and all I did was just open up the audience just a little bit more I stopped. I stopped. I didn't shrink it so much where it was like you know so tight that uh Facebook couldn't have the because you know, the software is smart like the software knows it doesn't need like to be you know so tight on your your audience. Like, you can give it some general information, and it gets smarter and smarter as it goes because it's an algorithm. So it's learning. It knows, like, ooh, this person likes inter- interacts with it, and this is their profile, and this is the algorithm that we have on them, and da, 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 and it matches them like this. And eventually, out, over time, your campaign is self-optimized, right? Now, that isn't like a hundred percent true all the time. Um, because you should still manage your campaign. What I mean by that is like, don't just set it up. Here's a hundred grand Facebook, run with it, and you're smart, Facebook. You're just going to save me money and love me. They'll spend your money. They'll spend your money. money. So pay attention to your campaign and adjust things as you go. Um, So those are some layers. Now, where you'll really cut the fat in your audience has to do with like narrowing people Or excluding and narrow would be they also must do this so these are Seventh-day Adventists who also are interested in I don't know baseball so that will shrink the audience size down a lot more so it's at 4900 there uh, for Detroit I'm just gonna yeah yeah so um, it'll shrink it down quite a bit and um, you can also exclude people so it'll tell you like a like a um, potential reach and you know spend this much per day you'll reach this many people but I have never found those numbers to be accurate it's like how can how can you project how many people are going to be logging into Facebook tomorrow Facebook you don't really know like you can have somewhat of an idea based on previous behavior but like that's so hard to know the future you know of course of course again we we were just scratching the scratch of the scratch of the scratch of the surface here today so here's another cool tool with it, which is ads reporting and this will break down you know this this information here breaking and you can break this information down very grand um, get really granular with it so um, yeah so you have different metrics you can see like what's the average length that people are watching my videos for and you know 50 percent 25 percent breaking down that way and how many likes am i getting for this post and that post and how relevant is this ad to the audience i'm trying to reach and you can set up the tracking code so if you're doing this for example for e-commerce like how much to the dollar did this ad generate for my business um yeah so there's there's a lot here there's a ton here um i'm gonna pray really quick before we end um Dear Lord, uh, God, we're just amazed that you give us a tool like this that we can use in this time. Um, we pray that you'd give us knowledge to know how to use it. You, you said that you know, knowledge would increase when people would run to and fro in the end times, and I believe that that's the time we're living in now. Um, we know that you do plan to come soon, and you know, we're looking forward to that day. Father, I pray that you would help us to reach as many people as we can um, to hasten your coming. Thank you, Lord. We love you. Be with us throughout the rest of the day. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. This media was brought to you by Audioverse, a website dedicated to spreading God's Word through free sermon audio and much more. If you would like to know more about Audioverse, or if you would like to listen to more sermons, please visit www.audioverse.org dot org